Welcome back to Bold of Say. We're back with another episode. Welcome oh. to Bold of Say, oh, where like we have gonna... acquired and are actively handing out the heat. Yeah, it looks like you were gearing up there. It looks like you were going to bring back the, I, the yelling. I, You know, I am in a dorm room, and there are people probably trying to sleep probably, around probably me. Probably got and too I, many complaints. I haven't, actually. Not yet. but That's surprising. Even though it's only like eight. Yeah. I just prefer... Also, I like my vocal cords. They're fine. That's true. The way they are. Yeah. You know, I've decided uh, it's not the volume of your message, it's the quality. Yeah. And, and regardless, we do bring the heat. We have acquired the heat and we are actively handing it out to um, to listeners of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this week we talked about M&M's. Uh, they did not listen to my idea. They Not the uh, rapper. They're, yeah, the candy. Um, they're, yeah. they're just... Unless you think Eminem the rapper is a snack, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, hey, to, to each their own. And then we talked about Justin Roiland. His ass was fired. He's not going to be Rick or Morty anymore. Oh no, yep. what shall we do? And then we talked about Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2, the finale. Mm-hmm. And Gavin is very happy that we don't have to talk about those movies anymore. I, you know. I miss them. It's like when Lord Voldemort died. You know, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There are timestamps in the yeah. description so you can skip around if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part. Also, you know, while we're at it, while I'm here, uh, any prospective employers or internship runners, I am joking in this. Yeah, we don't audience. mean anything we say, especially that part at the end where we denounce anti-Semitism. I mean, that's not joking. Actually, that I part. Just, okay, we were pretty serious about that. We're pretty serious that's, about that. But That's not I, good. You know, if you think I'm not joking or something and something's. If I don't look, anyway, look, if I say listen, mean, listen, Jack. Here's the if thing. If I say something spicy, if it was bad, he was kidding. If it was good, he meant every word of it, and it's all his original. Thought. Unless, unless you think anti-Semitism is good, in which case, I, I have not changed my mind that anti-Semitism is bad. So yeah, we don't want you if you think. Just it's ask good. me in the interview what I meant, and um, I'll be like, "Wow, you listen to that?" Yo, listen. If you were a did prospective you, did you acquire employer, the heat that we brought. Look, if you're if you're a prospective employer, like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's let's uh, let's let's uh, listen. Let's listen. Listen, Jack. <laughs> I think of myself like no more than a fly. I just, <laughs> I just jump into it. I just. So, M and M's were they were like, hey, hey, we uh, hey. Uh, we, we just wanted we just wanted to sell some chocolate, and we thought that pandering yeah. to women would be the best way to do that. We got some turkeys. Yeah. So, yeah, we we went over last week how Tucker Carlson single-handedly has led a crusade against the M&Ms for being, like, too woke and not sexy enough. And I said that M&Ms should double down. They should change the name to Feminems. should make it illegal to dead name them. Etc. Etc. I don't remember what the rest exactly. of it was, but exactly. Oh, yeah. Now I remember the uh, yeah. The other part of it was they should release like all all of their packaging should be changed to like sexy green M M&M and M pinup art. But instead of doing that, instead of making a good decision, they put out like uh, like a semi apology. So if you click the the first link in the show notes, they tweeted, "America, let's talk." I I don't like that. I don't I don't like that. It's that's so like corporate speak. You know, like that that just sounds like a, I, don't I don't know. America, let's talk. Like a, whatever. You think you're so important. Right. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. 
really jerking themselves off with this one. We weren't sure if anyone Spokes would even Spokes candies. Yeah. Yeah. The we fuck? weren't sure if anyone would even notice. <laughs> weird. Which isn't true because they they did it on purpose. And we did right. we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing M&M's wanted, again, sorry, Feminems wanted since we're all about bringing people together and using and, and using slave labor overseas. Right. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies. In their place, we are proud to introduce a spokesperson America can agree on, the beloved Maya right. Rudolph. We are confident Miss Rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong. Okay. Yeah, cool. Like <sighs> hey, hey, it's just fucking chocolate. Yeah, it's just it's it's fucking chocolate. I hate that so much when companies try to make it seem like they're more important than they are. Like, you know, we're just trying to bring right. the world together, man, by selling basically chocolate chips with a coating. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, we're just we're trying to bring some peace to the world. And also, and we also use a lot of child slave labor overseas. Yeah. <laughs> like, though, I, I've seen people say... And, you know, I, I kind of agree with it. People were saying that they did the whole, like, feminems thing just so people would not think about how they yeah. use slave labor. And, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, I feel like Tucker Carlson got way more upset about the uh, the green M&M not having sexy shoes than he would about them using slave labor, which is kind of fucked up. Right. I it, it just feels like they were doing all of this anyway. Like they were going to have Maya Rudolph signed on anyway. Cuz it's not like you can just right. get a spokesperson like that. Like it, you go through like yeah. contract negotiations and you got you got to like there's like a process to it. Exactly. So, like there was this was just some shit they were going to do anyway and they're just dressing it up like, "Oh, yeah, you know, we're really responding we're responding to the criticism." And they kind of try to make it look like like they're kind of like making fun of conservatives a little bit because they're like, oh, we didn't know the right. shoes could be polarizing. But they are also just like kind of capitulating to them. Again, it's not important, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They are kind of taking a side on it. I don't know. Like, it's not an important thing, the whole M&M's thing. It's just kind of like, what are you doing like, what are you doing, M and M's? Why are you? Why? Why? Just, you're fine. Why did you respond to this at all? For yeah, I mean, and uh, it's like when a kid is okay. It's like when two adults get mad over what a kid is doing, and the kid's like, "I'm sorry," and it's like, "Kid, don't don't be sad. It, adults are dumb." Yeah. Well, like, yeah, the people in the comments are just kind of like, they 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 have the same reaction as us. Like, what is what? what is this why why are you doing this um one of my favorite things so someone said who is in charge over there and i like this reply uh at umph umph on uh, on twitter said how does maya rudolph solve the problem that i can't bang those candies anymore and like like it's a it's a shit post comment but it it does kind of bring up like this it seems like kind of a non sequitur like, oh, oh, yeah, Tucker Carlson is upset that he can't fuck the green M&M, so we're bringing in Maya Rudolph. 
And that, that kind of speaks right. to my point that they this was just some shit they were going to do anyway. They're just kind of trying to capitalize on like just some weird culture war outrage. But anyway, yeah, like I, I struggle to have any commentary on it because it's just kind of nothing. But like I am obtuse. I am a little I'm like it's not that I feel anything very strongly about it. I'm just a little disappointed that they kind of at least made it look like they were capitulating to the to the to the the, the right wing crybabies, basically. Essentially, yeah. Essentially. Because like if they just brought on Maya Rudolph as a spokesperson, then like that's one thing. Like, okay, they do that kind of stuff all the time. But like making it about the whole sexy woke Eminem discourse just kind of makes it like weird. Also, I would hate to be Maya Rudolph in this situation. Right. Like imagine um, like like it's one thing if they're like, hey, we got Maya Rudolph because as their spokesperson because we all love Maya Rudolph. Like that's one thing. But imagine like if you were if you were like representing a company and they were like, Hey, so Tucker Carlson uh, can't jerk off to the green M&M anymore. So I guess we got this this asshole is to represent well, us. I just I just find it funny and dumb that the same people who think that like the woke liberal whatever's are are trying to sexualize children or something yeah. are the same crowd that are 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 saying that you know that's not only that's wrong, but that M&Ms are simultaneously too too unsexy but if they were sexy Mm -hmm. it would be wrong yeah because it's a chocolate fucking morsel exactly yeah that just kind of goes to show that like whenever right-wingers talk about and it's, it's not true in every case but it's a general trend that when they like complain about like sexualization it's usually just projection because like right. whenever a drag show happens, like whether it's 18 plus or if it's geared towards kids, whether it's sexual in nature or not, they always call it grooming. And they always say that, like, you know, they're trying to sexualize everything. The liberals are trying to make everything sexy and, and it's not appropriate for children. Meanwhile, in the same breath, people like Tucker Carlson will complain that the mascot for this candy like not that mascots or candy in and of itself is geared towards children but it's 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 a kid's thing right like no adult is seeing right. the 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 m&m packaging and be like hey i like this cartoon i'm gonna buy this candy i mean like it's yeah it's kind of for kids right exactly. they'll complain that this mascot isn't sexualized adequately so it's just yeah, fucking I, projection I, I just- I just don't. It's it's just like, like it's, it's, it's just it's, like it's the anti-gay like, politicians that turn out to be gay, and the like the pedophile hunters that end up being the biggest pedophiles. Well, it's just a mix for me of like one, who the fuck cares? Two, if you can name a child who ha- who was like sexually victimized by M and M's, right? I, I sure bring it to my attention, and also get that kid therapy, and also. If it's like if criminal action has happened, well, if it, in, in the case of M and M's, it would be they're victimized by the lack of sexuality because the right. the green M and M doesn't have sexy enough shoes. You know, okay, I literally whenever a story like this comes out, the epitome of my of my mindset on all of this is the confused Tom and Jerry meme. Yeah, yeah, like it's. 
Yeah, like the the story is kind of nothing, but it it, it there's just to well, the extent that there is anything there, it's bad. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing I mean, except for the yeah. parts that are bad. Wow, well, I just fucking I just like M and M's. I just want to eat chocolate. It's just fucking candy. How it just doesn't melt in my hands. Has candy been politicized? How the right. hell? And not even about something that could be politicized. Like, hey, the Mars Company. Uh, from what I hear, they use uh, they kind of they kind of love to use slave labor. <laughs> I, I can but hear that, Tucker Carlson. That doesn't get Tucker- politicized. I can hear Tucker Carlson saying, um, throughout this whole this whole story, I've been wondering to myself, especially from this one David Bowie song, is there life on Mars? Are there women on Mars? And are those women sexy? I, I know that you're doing a Tucker Carlson impression, but that sounds just like every uh, William Shatner cover song. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. He's just talking. Yeah. Guys, can we can we can we start politicizing M&Ms for the correct reasons? Right. Can we like please child labor? Sir, like yeah, for using child slave labor and not because the green M&M doesn't have sufficiently sexy shoes or boobs. Yeah. But yeah, I I'll say it again. I think they should double down. I think they should just release a, a a series of like a line of packaging that's just sexy green M M&M and M pinup well, art like, dedicated see, to Tucker Carlson. I see Mars being like the dude who's just like, listen, I don't want any trouble, and it's like there literally isn't any trouble. It's a chocolate There's morsel. No trouble. Yeah, just no trouble. Some dude has just decided to be a dick about it. Just throwing a tantrum on a slow news day. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's 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 my take on the M and M's update. Just what are you? What are you? I uh, again, I feel bad for Maya Rudolph because she's just kind of in the middle of all this. Uh, uh, yeah, like, hey, I agree with you. Uh, no, our M and M's aren't sexy enough, according to Tucker Carlson. So we're gonna wheel out Maya Rudolph to to. Will that make you happy? Imagine signing up to be just like a voice of a character, a fictitious character who is an anthropomorphized candy. And then someone's like, that's not sexy enough. And that is what makes the news. Right? (laughs) Imagine. And you're just like there and they're like, you aren't sexy enough. And it's like, I'm the voice. Yeah. The weird thing is that they're bringing on Maya Rudolph as the as the spokesperson, not Maya Rudolph voicing an Eminem, just Maya Rudolph, the actor. (sighs) We could be fixing world hunger right now. Yeah, we could give everyone a lifetime supply of Eminems to fix world hunger. But instead, we could be fixing that debt ceiling issue right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. This is what we do instead of fixing things. Shit. Shit. Anyway, you want to talk about Justin Roiland's ass getting fired? I guess he's just an awful, terrible human being. Yeah. Am I surprised? Not entirely. Um, I was a little surprised because it was like, I can see him like beating his wife. Well, like it's it's a surprise to hear that anyone committed domestic assault. Right. But. 
Um, uh. Sorry. You yawn to so ex- aggressively. Yeah, I just have to get it out. You yawn um, with a with a grudge. You should see me in the car. Jesus. Um, dude, I scream. Um, uh, like I could see Justin Roiland beating his wife. Not that it's a good thing or acceptable. I'm just saying I can see it. Um, but I can't. Like, what was surprising to me was that like he also like imprisoned his wife in the house. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's up on allegedly. Yeah, domestic assault and uh and false imprisonment charges. Um so yeah, and for yeah, well I I guess I'll say this as background. We were talking uh on the phone a few days ago about how people were already kind of getting tired of Justin Royland's whole shtick. Right. You know, like his whole like, oh Rick, oh I'm ad lib something Oh, Morty, oh, Morty, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put a, a thing in your butt, Morty. Uh, right. Uh, interdimensional cable. Oh, this, this guy, right. he's got ants in his eyes, Morty. Oh, I don't, I don't write scripts. I just get drunk and and say random things. And, exactly. And then I make Whoa, people uh, animate uh, it, Morty. Morty. Yeah, like people, and- people were already getting tired of Rick and Morty. Like every season, there's a bunch of people that are like, "Oh, this is this this is going downhill," right? And then he had that new game come out, High on Life, and people were kind of annoyed mm-hmm. by that because he does the same like shtick there, and it's like really annoying. I don't know. I haven't played right. it. I've just seen people talk about it. So people were mm-hmm. already like kind of done with him, and he just kind of put the final nail in the coffin by being a horrible person and a wife beater, right? And like, yeah, so, like, I, I, I mean, there's really, nothing else to say, really. Yeah, Just I don't, that I don't see him. his career coming back from this. No, I don't either. Um, he's probably going to be living off the Rick and Morty gravy train for a little while. But um, like, yeah, I mean, he's I probably going to always get residuals. Right. Um, and. I mean, do you think he's going to get blacklisted, though? Like if he just comes up with another show idea? I don't know. I, I I think Hollywood would hire him again if it's that profitable. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day they they really just focus on like can I make money off of this person cuz it is exactly. it's it's a it's a for-profit institution entertainment right. so like right. they're going to go with what makes them money. Um but yeah, that's why I say like his career might be over because people were already tired of of his whole thing so i don't know if people right. would want another show that's just justin Roiland. because rick and morty like say what you will about it at least dan Harmon is there to balance out his like the stupid right. like fart joke side of it with a lot of right. like high concept like sci-fi and smart writing yeah you do have to be high iq you, to understand rick and morty to be fair it takes a very high iq to understand rick and morty um but yeah they're actually going to keep the show going we're joking, right? The show it's it's still going. No, we're joking. Oh. Like it takes a high IQ to understand <laughs> Rick and Morty, right? Yes. I was being facetious. Yes. <laughs> you know have do you know the it takes a high IQ to understand Rick and Morty copy pasta? Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. just I just wanted to make sure you did too. No, I I know. Okay. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, I'm glad we got that. Ironically thinks you got to be smart to watch the fart joke show. 
the motherfucker says wubba lubba dub dub. I don't think this is the pinnacle of human creation. It is it is fart jokes in space, basically. Yeah, which um, it can be entertaining. I'm not saying it can't be entertaining. I'm just yeah. saying you don't I mean, have to. Like, well, like they do some like cool sci-fi concepts and stuff, and like there's there's some smart writing depending on the episode. Well, right, but, it is but like, like I'm not saying you, you don't have to read jokes. the comprehensive works of Nietzsche to yeah. Nietzsche. Nietzsche, Nietzsche, to Nietzsche, understand Nietzsche, Rick and Morty. Nietzsche. Yeah. But anyway, they, they're actually going to keep the show going. Um, and they're going to have Chris Pratt as the voice actor, <laughs> funny enough. Um, um, nah. Yeah. Nah. So it's just going to sound like Chris Pratt as a drunk old man and Chris well, Pratt as a little boy. Yeah. Well, people were uh, people were like speculating, like, is, is the show going to be going? Because there was like like a week or two between the news coming out that Justin Roiland was arrested and adult swim responding. So like people were like, what is it? Is the show done? Are they going to keep it going? I right. guess they're going to keep it going uh, without Allegedly. the guy that does like a lot of the writing and all of the voices. Right. Um, so, which granted voices when it comes down to it, aren't really special. It's the person behind the voice. That's yeah, expensive. Like they can get a right. sound alike. Right. Um, or even just use an AI that can, like, he has enough audio just there. Yeah. That they can just yeah, use but that's, an AI to say the lines. Yeah, it's it's still, it's going to sound weird if they use AI at this point. M- Morty. <laughs> uh, Morty. Mort- Morty, I, I got to I gotta put a, a thing in, in uh, uh, look at this. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um. Yeah, it's the show's going to be different. It might suffer in quality cuz like there's there's a certain something that Justin Roiland adds creatively. Um, hey, do you know what um do you know what kind of what what kind of shirts marsupials wear? What kind? What kind do they wear, Gavin? Koala tees. That's great. That's uh, thank you for that. Thank you for it, your addition. You're welcome. Yeah. But I think the more important thing is uh, I'm I'm glad that the writers don't have to be uh, around him anymore. Yeah, no, I feel like he's not only just probably slightly annoying and probably really hard to work with, um, but also just kind of a gross guy. I just imagine him not being like, yeah, uh, like not just like not, not just like physically like, but like just saying gross stuff. Right. Yeah. And well, like I just. The- yeah, the reason I say it is that, like, I'm sure a lot of people's takeaway is going to be like, oh, no, the show's going to be worse now. We're like, oh, it's not going to be the same without him. But I I think that's a lot less important than the writer's room feeling safe. Right. So right. it's good that they it's got not him like out. This guy, well, he was also probably a functioning alcoholic, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, like if I was a, a writer there, especially like a, a woman, a woman writer there, like I would not feel safe continuing to work with him. And I'm glad that they got him out. Right. Exactly. So uh, good. Good for the other writers. I hope this show is still successful for their sake. Um, yeah, I already I already pre-ordered the season six Blu-ray, which is bad because that will have some money going towards Justin Roiland. I think it, it's it's balanced out by the fact that money is going to the rest of the people that worked on it too. But 
on the other side of that, I'm going to watch the show anyway. So if I'm not watching it on streaming, I can watch it as many times as I want. Not in a, a single additional dime will go to Justin Roiland. So right, right. Yeah, that's uh, it's one of the I just things that people. Out of Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, still. I, it was I, all right. Yeah, I I kind of got back into it like a couple months ago. You know, I started rewatching it. Um, I watched season six, which I thought was decent, but yeah, that's one of the things that isn't talked about as much when it comes to physical media, how you can not to turn this into another physical media conversation, but, um, you know, you can, you can watch Harry Potter if you have it on DVD or Blu-ray without supporting JK Rowling. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck JK Rowling. Fuck Justin Roiland now. But not literally. Not no. Don't. That's that's uh, very dangerous. Um, so don't do it. But anyway, we watched a movie this week. We did. We did. Uh, technically not this this week. It was yesterday, last night. So that yeah. So so okay. Well, it is Sunday as of recording. So last week, technically, we watched by a technicality. Movie. Yeah, by technicality. So. This is the last, uh, Gavin, Gavin, I'm sure, is very happy that this is the last installment in the Twilight franchise. So this is the last movie that we're going to watch before we rewatch it and do another retrospective and start over with the first movie. Snipers on your location, and I will tell them to pull the trigger. So what did you think about the final installment? Um... You know, I felt like there were a lot of really good um, chances for, like, world building that they just never t- took, right? Like, I, yeah. like, like there, it's, like, literally all about this, like, gushy fucking romance thing. Yeah. And I get that's their audience. Like, I get that's who they're trying to get. But I feel like there would have, it, it just would have been a better movie had they been like, oh, by the way, this is how... <laughs> the vampire society is sort of structured yeah um because i don't know how it works it looks like they have special powers when did that happen i mean d- d- granted yeah okay it happened to the first movie because the one lady could see the whatever but yeah they all have special powers but they really like ramp it up in this one where they're just kind of throwing right. everything against the wall like oh this guy's this guy is Avatar: The Last Airbender. This guy, is, this guy, right? This guy's. Um, this guy yeah, was in the American I Revolution. Well, also, I didn't know that Freddie Mercury was a vampire. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna make a. I was gonna make a joke, but it feels insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the first part. I'll just say it turns out he was just turning people into vampires. You're asshole. Oh, that's. I can say it because I'm Good a God. Freddie Mercury fanboy. I think so, um, I think that means I can't. Dude, That's that horrible. one scene though, where um, where where the main baddie vampire is just like, "Bring me the child." Yeah. And the child comes up to him, and he's just like, "Yeah." He starts singing like he starts singing like Yoko Ono. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. What the fuck was that? Dude, I love the Volturi so much, and I, I, <laughs> I just get it, it tickles me every time they're on screen, because like it's just like 
these these random fuckers that are always following this guy around, and then this and, and this Joker sounding ass who's like, "Ring me that child." Ring me that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he sounds really like Skeletor. That, you know, <laughs> I would. I actually though, if I were like a human there, I'd be like, "I will pay you in my blood." <laughs> to say jokes on you, I'm into that shit. <laughs> I yeah. will pay you. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, uh, fucking, I, I really hope that when they move really fast, like, cause I guess it takes a second to get used to. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope that they're actually breaking the sound barrier. I think that'd be really <laughs> funny. No, cause you just, you're just trying to sit down or go to another room and you just hear a sonic fucking boom and then all of the, I actually just added that to the soundboard today. Oh, nice. The vine boom. Yeah, you just, you just hear a sonic fucking boom, yeah, and then all me, of the hey, wind. Hey, hey, Belly, you want me to get you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then all the windows in your house just shatter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, yeah, that's a, that's a good that's a good transition into a, the first main plot point. Bella is now a vampire after years. It's- of drawing it out, teasing us, they turn her into a vampire. And I will say the thing that stands out to me most about her transition to being a vampire is that like, it, it just reminds me that canonically vampires just are better than people in every way. Yeah. Like if you become a vampire, it will undo any injuries you've had. It'll give you rouge. Like it just makes you objectively hotter, and that is in the lore, right? Exactly. For some um, fucking reason, it just makes you hot. Yeah, I I have yet to see an ugly ass fat fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are no fugly like, vampires. No, and <laughs> I want to see him running at like Mach two. <laughs> just, <laughs> just see this blob like boom. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then i like so here okay here's what i don't like i i don't like that their their child stupid fucking name dumb fucking worst name name Um, ever i hate it um just call her like i don't know like 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 karen as as horrible a name as that is now uh it's still better than renezme right but would it be funny if she like if if it's spelt with like some random vowels sprinkled in there so it's like it it looks like it's spelt like renez or like renee or something yeah. right and they're like oh renee and they're like she's like um actually the only way that you could renezme. make that name worse is if you did that white people shit where they have like the the like the a at the end be like a e i g h that's the only you, way you could make that name worse you give I, them that I live laugh love with shit that. um i i like how when okay so first off they find also like another one of the half human half vampire mixed dudes yeah right and this guy's a dude i just feel like him and Renesme would have been a better pair than her and Jacob. I just feel like this child... Because I feel like the Jacob thing is weird. I feel like that's fucking That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But I just feel like, 
you shouldn't pair up this kid with anyone because she is like a number of weeks old. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, yeah, she has the appearance of a, of a seven year old, but she's like a month old. I like, didn't notice that they seem baby. to have, I didn't see any scenes of like the infant with the long hair. What do you mean? Remember when she was an infant, there was that picture of Renezme with long hair, but like it was like uncanny Valley. Yeah. Dude, have you seen Did they cut that? Have, I don't I don't know. Have you seen the pictures of like the practical baby they had on set? Yeah, that's fucking freaky. Yeah. I'd almost I'd almost respect it if they used that instead of trying to CGI over it. Right. Um just make it this but, horrible like abomination of a creature. Yeah, make it like no, yeah, make it like a skeleton with skin at really? first until it like can feed or something. Yeah, really lean into how horrific this whole sequence of events has been. Cause like the pregnancy, that was so visceral and like uncomfortable right. and it like drained Bella's life force. Exactly. All just to give birth to a regular ass looking baby. Yeah. Like that shit should be and Lovecraftian. Also, yeah, but like also I I okay, for the for the for the child's like lifespan, that's the thing I have an issue with. Because they could give like they're like Oh, yeah, so the vampires are mortal. Humans live at best, like, 100 years, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, okay, how about this, like, half-human, half-vampire? Let's keep the, like, let's keep the immor immortality, but make it so, like, they have to eat normal human food. Like, they're, for all purposes, like, well, like pretty much just human. Yeah, it can eat regular food or, or like, exist on or blood. blood. Which, which is weird, yeah. Like I, I hate that like sci-fi trope of something being like a, a hybrid of two like separate species, like, and it just has you... the abilities of both. Like if it's like a like... fish mammal hybrid, it has lungs right. and gills. Like but why is it? Why is it both things? Like if we're talking from a taxonomy perspective, right? That means <sighs> it means that Renesme is technically like a new species of human. Kind of, yeah. If, like if vampires are like a separate species, which right. like I just which, they're just people. They're people with a condition. They're people right. with a medical condition. I just I don't it's so it's like that's the thing. I wish they would have just put more borders around that. Yeah. Um also I like how they do the Sherlock Holmes thing and they show the fight before the fight. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask, what did you think of that? The like the fake out. It was stupid. No, it was stupid. I thought that was really dumb. So because, did you know about um, that going in? No, I didn't. Oh well, man. I was like, wow, they wow, they killed the doctor. How about that? Yeah. No, but I thought they it was good because it's like, Who? okay. They killed Doctor Who. Yeah, that's how yeah, I mentioned it in my brain. But like I was like, okay, no, that like makes sense. It's the last movie. Um this fight is like to them worth a lot. And yeah. that's one of the exchanges that they had to make. Oh man, is these, it, these a, the people making this movie have balls, right? Like they are like, no, this is like, yeah, that that's just what has to happen. And then it's like, this is what happens when you try to fight us. You die, <laughs> you die. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but isn't like them dying just uh, conceptually them dying and you losing a couple of people that you love? Isn't that like for the long term so much better than having this constant threat where they could just come back any other day? Yeah, well, like 
they kind with of more vampires. Yeah. Well, like the the whole point of that is to send the message that the Volturi need to back the fuck off or they will all die. Because like at the end of the day, they are kind of selfishly motivated. They're not trying to like right. look out for the greater good. They're just trying to maintain power. So it's Sounds almost a lot like politics. Yeah. It's just not worth it to them to try to go after this kid. Because one, she's not actually a threat. Um you know, just like to the vampire species. And also it's more of a threat to their power if they do go after her. So it's just kind of like, can she have children? She like, I don't know, but I feel like Jacob's going to try. No, she does. No, she does with Edward or not with you. That would have been weird. She, she she does with, um, Jacob. Did they show that in the, in the, uh, in the, it just says, I looked it up because I was curious. Oh, and yeah, she does. They have, Two children. That's gross. Um, which would make the children half vampire, half werewolf, right? It would make or them no, quarter, quarter, vampire, quarter vampire, quarter human, quarter half werewolf. Right. I just want to. I want to see how that would work out. I just. I like see to think it would be like, like a blob. <laughs> I would like to see. I, think, it like, I like to um, think it would look like a blobfish or Ted Cruz or I, something gross I, like that. I want to see. I want to see it like um, they have the transformer transforming powers of the werewolf but they turn into a bat so like like a fucking vampire like a real vampire right going back to my point that these are not real vampires right but like it but like instead of being like an actual bat it'd be like a half human half bat because their genetics are now fucked just an abomination just like a like a (laughs) (laughs) yeah just And I like to think that they're like struggling to turn back and they're just like, kill me. Wait, okay, hold on. Does that mean if they drink the blood of someone with sickle cell anemia that like it's not as filling because it's like half a blood cell? Yeah, I think we've I think we've gone over that. I don't know. Like if they drink like like blood like 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 that or like diseased blood. Right. I don't know. I don't know I don't either. Know. I don't know. Um but yeah one thing that i noticed fine wine to them what if it's like i have some of that sickle cell blood yeah you know how many people have sickle cell (laughs) not a lot (laughs) that's why this blood is rare that's why i'm drinking it out of a wine glass exactly have you seen (laughs) have you seen the movie dark siders (laughs) i think that's what it's called daybreakers Daybreak. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Daybreak? I'm perfectly imagining just... Arrow doing this. The right, Volturi yeah. guy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude. But um, yeah, one thing that I've noticed is is I I sorely miss in the later movies in the series is just the lack of like human perspective. Right. Like I mentioned like, it last I mean, episode. Like I just I miss. When there were human characters that could just be like, what's, 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 what the fuck is up with this guy? Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. I wish humans would have gotten like this. This is the thing. The world building could have been done. You know, they mm-hmm. could have opened up a little bit to the humans and been like, see, like, listen, some of us have to have to drink blood. But the good news is you guys have a huge cattle market where you guys like already drain the blood from cows anyway. Mm-hmm. We'll drink that. Yeah. We'll we'll take that, sure, yeah. right? Like we'll do that, and that's fine. We'll have to train to like not like kill you, but like you guys train to not kill each other anyway. So right, 
like objectively kind of the same thing. At least we do it for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've talked before about how it's not that hard to, uh, you know, let vampires live in society. It doesn't right. take that much effort to assimilate them. And the more vampires you have, that's infinite taxation. Yeah. Very true. Infinite taxation. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is like, they don't need to pay for like housing like live forever like yeah you yeah, can make them kinda... second class citizens <laughs> jesus <laughs> maybe it's better for them to stay in hiding then a- actually it turns out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i wanted i want to talk a little bit about the world building because like they do kind it feels a little half-assed in this one because they're it totally is. they're just kind of 100%. throwing stuff at you and it's like eh, this is a this is kind of something but there's something there think, that could be fleshed out. Too bad we're never going to do it. I think a really interesting, like, good subplot in that that would also add some really good world building would be if, like, when all the vampires are coming to see Renezme, if, like, there's, like, a, a wrench thrown where it's like, oh, shit, humans are kind of getting a whiff of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we need to, like, we... Driving into town. Why, why did that guy just run by our car on the freeway? Why, why did, did you why did car- why did we hear this sound outside of the window? Right, exactly. Um and then also like why are so many people inexplicably dying with two puncture holes in their neck and all their blood <laughs> yeah. drained? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm, that's yeah. curious. Um, yeah. And so like they have to like either like they're left with a conundrum of like, hey, how do we like be like, hey, hi, we exist, tax us, I guess. Um, also we have this like vampire potential vampire war is going to happen. Can you, can you guys help with that? Something you can do? Yeah. What I, what I think about a lot is how like they don't really, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Cause like there's a guy that's from the American revolution on, on the Cullen right. team. Like there's yeah. like, there's a lot of interesting stuff there, but it feels like it's just kind of surface level. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot that is like, that could be cool to see surrounding that. Well, I mean, we've, yeah, I mean, there's that, but we've like, I would also like to see, like to have seen like a character development that's like, cause he still hates the British. Yeah. But like those British aren't like shit's changed, man. It's right. like no longer just that. We're in a post right? Beatles world. We're in a post Beatles war <laughs> world, and that was like two hundred years after the yeah. fact. Well, what I mean is and, like, like this guy was in the American Revolution, right? And now he exists right. now. But right. like, I don't know. Like I, when when you see like a, a super old character, like I, I just like the like I think about how like oh shit, this guy was like around for a lot of things. This guy witnessed right. the rise and fall of disco. This guy witnessed the first like fucking recording. Right. Like, I don't know. I just like it just feels like a guy plucked from the 1770s and put into now, you know? Right. Well, th- like, you know, there's it's that, just it's just surface like, level. Right. And like, especially when we've seen that, like, like, hey, these vampires also go through character development because there was one of the guys who fought in the fucking Civil War. Yeah, I would love to see the, the American side. Revolution guy and the and and Jasper like meeting for the first time. Like, hey, hey did you know that I was in a in a, a very famous American War? Oh, I I was too. Oh, oh, which uh, which side of the war were you on? Uh, which which war was it? 
Oh, uh, that's not important. Right. He's <laughs> like, no, no, I, I was on the I was on the American side of the of the Revolutionary War. What what war did you fight in? I mean, there's no need to be ashamed of it. Like, what? What were you in Vietnam? You know, we we all make mistakes. Oh, uh, right. I was in. A, oh, I was in a slightly less justified war. <laughs> you sound, you sound, you sound kind of uh, sound a little antebellum there, son. Uh, uh oh, dinner's ready. <laughs> I just uh, yeah. like I just like the idea of Jasper like being like, oh, oh, this guy, this guy probably wouldn't like my history. Exactly. Um, I I also think the vampires from the from the jungle or uh, from um, oh from from the the Amazon, the Amazon. I think they were overpowered and underutilized. Yeah, they also just felt like a little like racist. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but just just like yeah, we got black ones too. Like it, it kind of feel like it's it's giving uh, original Oompa Loompas, right? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, they're these like overly like exotic depictions of people f- j- that oh, are just also from they a have place. Like, very European features too, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they just felt the Amazon in South America anyway. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it just felt weird. Not that there aren't black people in South America, but my uh, anyway, anyway, I think the inclusion was good. I just wish that th- they would have like not just been like these faux pas of what we imagine Amazonian people to be like. Right. Well, it, yeah, like their depiction was kind of like, "Ooh, look at these scary people that are from a different place." Look, they're so scary cuz they're not white. Right. Like and and we have like two actual honest to goodness like Ah, 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 like Transylvanian vampires. Like I want to suck your blood, and they're, they're Russian. Less, yeah, and they're less scary than the the people that just are from the Amazon. Oh, also, they're right. They're one hundred percent right. They're like, uh, no, like actually though, because like, yeah, wasn't their like, whole thing like, hey, we were kicked out of our castle. Ah, ah, we ah. Were, hey, we're kicked out of our castle. We didn't do anything wrong. We just existed, and. Yeah, these guys are assholes. They're going to come here and they're going to kill that kid. Like that's what that's what they're going to do. Even if you've done nothing wrong, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. And so they're going to put on a, a front like there's some sort of law and order to this, but there isn't. They're here to kill that kid. Yeah. And they're like, "No, we're going to try to talk to them first." And I yeah, that's fine. But then when like what's her face is like like, you know, I I have a f- proof that she's not a threat to vampire kind. Oh yeah. Right? And she's like, oh, you were just going to kill us regardless. Yeah. Like, they were right, man. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, sorry, not sorry. They should have just been like, okay, yeah, some of us will have to die. But, like, yeah. that's, what's, that's what it costs. Yeah, it just serves as, like, characterization for the Cullens. Because they, like, you know, they, they try to do stuff the right way. They try to see the good in people. You know, they're vampires, but, like, they're not monsters. Well, right, but, like, this isn't, like, a debate of, like, not a debate between you and I, but, like, in terms of, like, them debating. It's not a debate of, like, uh, of whether or not the Volturi want to fight. It's a matter of when that fight will happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? And all uh, the colonists just want to exist. They just want to, like, 
be vampires in the yeah. woods and well it is also know. important that the volturi do not see you as a threat or else they will try to kill you so like <sighs> you got to make it really clear like hey we're not looking for a fight and that's like the whole assembling the witnesses thing like hey you know we're just trying right. to trying to get by and then the second part of that is showing them like hey if you do if you do try to fight us like you will end up dead well you know uh, that's true I, I liked that bit where she's like, I don't want to fight you. We don't we don't ever want to fight you. Yeah, and that's big what's dick happen. move. This is, you also lose when you try to fight us. So yeah, that's what's going to happen next. Now, yeah, kind of the epitome like, of speak softly and carry a big stick. Right, but I wish she would have been like, like, hey, have you seen that one Sherlock Holmes movie starring <laughs> Robert Downey jo- Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Get ready to have your mind fucking blow. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd punch him and then I, and then I dodge his punch and then I then I punch him. That's basically what those scenes are like. <laughs> Imagine if it's just her describing what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love it if the last fifteen minutes of the movie were Alice being like, so like, okay, so like. So he's trying to catch Moriarty, but Moriarty is like in the shadows the whole time, and he's like he's sending people. <laughs> he's to explain the he like movie. bombs a place, um, but you know, he no one knows it's him. But he leaves behind a note that is, that is for Sherlock, and like no one else knows what it is, but he sees it, and he's like, "My old nemesis." And so then, you know, he, he tries to go to uh, thing, and and did you know that Moriarty is actually trying to start World War One, and. He almost any he, 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 he tries to send weapons to a place and make it look like they were coming from another place, and then Sherlock like Holmes is like, like, "Hey Moriarty, <laughs> I'm gonna catch you," and then Moriarty hits hooks him onto a meat hook, no, and, no, no, then he, no, and then I, his shoulders fucked up, and then Moriarty's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Watson," and Sherlock is like, "No, no, I'm gonna beat you in chess and also kill you." I just think it would be funny if like if if she does that right, she's just like, "Here's the fight," and then. They they stop doing the the mind meld or whatever, and yeah, um, and <laughs> That's he's just basically like, what it is, and he's just like, wow, that was like that scene from Sherlock <laughs> Holmes starring Robert Downey Jr. Wow, how fascinating! Can you like- always do that? <laughs> I like to think if it is Alice explaining the whole plot of the movie. I like. I like to think she'd be like. Actually, here I I had Renesmee watch the movie while while we were preparing for the battle. So here, just like you know, touch her hand. She's gonna project the movie in her head. Trust me, it's really good. I'd like him to be like, "Wow, can you do that on the stock market too?" <laughs> yeah. Wait, can we do insider trading? Yeah. We don't have to fight anymore. We have infinite f- money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be a way better ending to the movie. They just work <laughs> with the Volturi <laughs> to do insider trading. And, and like this, this movie takes place in like, uh, it would be great if this movie takes place in like 2005 and they're the reason for the stock market crash of 2008. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that This will be the second time I've brought up this movie, but you know the movie Remember Me starring Robert Pattinson. The one that yeah, ends with 9/11. 9/11 one. Yeah. That would be like the 9/11 ending uh of, the, of this <laughs> franchise. I think it'd be funny if the dude was just like was just like was like, "Wait. So what did you like when September 11, 2001 happened? What like where were you?" Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I was just chilling out with my bucks and my yeah, mind." I was actually looking out for 9/11. I was trying to see what was going to be on TV. 
Yeah, I was I was actually getting. I thought my popcorn it was a new popping. action movie coming out, but turns out it was just news footage. <laughs> turns out it's for real. <laughs> and he's like, "Wow, yeah. that's that's fucked up." <laughs> you know, like three thousand people died, right? Like that's a lot of blood. We yeah. could have just eaten them all. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. You know, <laughs> look at all those turkeys. <laughs> Imagine. The uh, the end of the, the, the we got we're in the final battle. We got all the good guy vampires versus all the bad guy vampires. And yeah. Arrow's like, "Oh, so you've brought your army? Oh, you're no match for us." And then they're like, "Yeah, we're no match for you, but he is." And then Abraham Lincoln walks into frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wait, like my Abraham Lincoln a vampire then. <laughs> No, he's he's just still around. Uh, he was never assassinated, um, so he's still Turns alive. Out he's half vampire. No, he was <laughs> so just never assassinated, so he never died. Uh, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, it's like my mentor always said: uh, when a when a man, um, no, wait, when hold on, when a woman, uh, he when she look at all when those she kills a, No, wait, when she when she drinks, um, she uh, it was it was a long time ago, guys. I don't remember what he said. Hold on a second. No, it's like, wouldn't it be great? He comes out on the battlefield and he's just like, it puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, sorry, wrong movie. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway. Size of the lambs. Yeah. Anyway, I want to, The I think the, the last thing that I want to bring up is uh, actually the beginning of the movie. Um, so as we, as we talked about before, being a vampire just makes you better than everyone just makes you better right. than people. Uh, it turns out that canonically you just fuck harder and more often when you're a right. vampire. Right. Like that's just part of the process. It's not just, just a Bella and Edward thing. Like they, right. they you just have more energy. They mentioned that like, I think Rosalie and Emmett, like, like they were just fucking for a straight month when they, when they right. returned. Or when one of them was turned or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they fuck hard. Um, I like to think, and this is all this is all just set up to use a new uh, thing that I added to the soundboard, but do you think this is what it sounds like when Bella and Edward do it? I'm coming. Bella. I don't want you to come. That's, 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 what, I, that's what I think it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> i found that while i was editing the uh, the twilight eclipse uh, review clip i don't i use the term master comedian often but uh in this case man good job <laughs> um one one other thing i wanted to point out i think it would be funny if like the secret gets out that vampires are are a thing right and the volturia are approached by the u.s military right and they're like getting ready to her battle and they're like getting all vampired up or whatever they do. Mm -hmm. They're Morbin. And yeah. um and I want Arrow, I want to hear Arrow say it's Morbin time. <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> um Oh, also, why doesn't he have an Italian accent? I don't I never understood that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't bring his his dignity down enough to be like not Italian. Anyway, um It's a me, the Volturi. It's a me, the Venturi. <laughs> no, it's just Chris Pratt. 
Hey yo, it's a me. It's, it's Arrow a me. from the Volturi. Hey, I hear you got a vampire kid. Uh, that's uh, we don't do that. I don't like it's not that. Not good. Jesus um, wouldn't I think like it'd be that. Funny. I'm very They're Christian. All... <laughs> Even though I kill on a regular basis, I Chris Pratt am Christian. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Um, I think it'd be funny if they're like, they're morbing up, they're getting ready for battle with the U.S. military, and they're like, nah! And the U.S. military comes up, and they're like, hi, have you ever thought about a career in the U.S. military? <laughs> <laughs> we're hiring, and we've heard you guys are pretty good. Yeah, we were on our you way never... to the local high school, and we overheard you guys. You guys sound like <laughs> some natural-born killers. What is that? You need some blood? Sure, we can find many a civilian. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can drink as much of it as you like after you after you kill those people at that wedding. Listen, we'll just retire the drones. You guys can run as fast as one anyway, yeah. and uh, and we'll it'll and it'll sound like and... this. <laughs> <laughs> we just want you to take them out. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Twilight. Breaking Dawn Part Two, best movie ever. I would say. I I would actually say the last bit was kind of like, oh, I can see why people were like, yeah, I, like I, all nostalgic I, about it. Yeah, because it is like an event. If you're a fan of the series, right. this movie is right. an event. Like an I, event. I mentioned it before, it is Twilight Endgame. So pretty much, I kind of like the the kind of you know the dramatic you know end credits, you know where right. it goes through like everyone that was in the franchise. Right. And it again, you know. I will I will maintain this though. Like every single like steamy scene, each one I'm like, nah, I'll pass. <laughs> each one is like this is no, nah, I'm good. That's fair. I don't want to see That's fair. Kristen Stewart That's naked. Fair. I just don't care to see that. I just don't. She doesn't no, nah, I'm good. The last thing I'll I'm, say is I'm glad that Charlie got a happy end. He sorry, he got a happy ending you know to bring that back um, bring that back i'm glad that he wait he, he got a fondue he got a fondue he, fondue he, he ended up with the with the lady you know the one that he was like eh, eh, i like you and then the and then uh, jacob's oh, dad was her. like hey i fuck you for that the yeah he was he ended up with the one lady i don't yeah. remember like, oh, how she's no, no, related he, he, to the rest of know, the like, werewolf people he looks like iggy pop who does that one vampire from the American Revolution. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know of Iggy Pop. I don't I don't know the first thing Just about. Just Google him. Okay. But, like, I also hate how he's not, like, um, I, oh, would like right. to meet your, I would like to meet your acquaintance in three fortnights. He, instead, he's like, I'll follow you anywhere, woman. Yeah. It's like he made it to the 70s and just never got out of that mindset. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, like I was saying earlier, how he feels like just a guy from the 1770s plucked into now. Like, I feel like a similar thing about Edward, where he's just kind of like a guy from like 1910, like just transferred to now. But like he lived through the 50s. He must have had a pompadour right. at some point. What if he was like actually part of the segregation movement? Oh, no. Right. Bella's like, hey, Edward, by the way, uh, I don't think we've ever talked about this. What were you? Where were you? Uh, where were you during the 1950s and 60s? What were you what, doing uh, during more Brown specifically, versus the Board of Education? 
Supreme Court case. I know you mentioned you were at one of the civil rights uh, protests, um, but you never mentioned which side you were on. Right. Wait, hold on. So, wait. So, so Jacob and Renesmee are together. And very Renesmee, gross, very, very disgusting relationship. Weird, just fucking weird. Literally, allegedly, literally grooming. Actually, um, allegedly, Renesmee will live and in, well into her hundreds or something, into her first century of like mm-hmm. second century of living. But Jacob is still like mortal. Yeah. Well, like werewolves age slower, but they do still age. Right. I think so. Like. I think they only age when they're in human form. So, like, the longer oh. you're in werewolf form, like, the longer you live, basically. I, that doesn't make any sense, because dogs have a really short lifespan. Yeah. Relatively speaking. And they're See, also not ten think feet about long. This is where you just don't think about it, and you go, okay, sure. Yeah, that fine. Yeah, okay. everything about... Jacob, especially his relationship with Renesmee, like, you don't you don't want to think about it. It's just because also weird. they they also mention that you become like when you are like her type of thing, you be you yeah. become like fully grown at like seven years old. Yeah. So but, they like, try to make it you... they try to make it like less weird when they show Renesmee and Jacob when she's like quote unquote of age, but like she right. she could just be like six years old, like or like eight years old, or you know, right. Like, that is still a child. And regardless, like you still groomed her ever since even before she was born. Right. I'm not going to touch that with a fucking 30 foot pole. I I have nothing to say on that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Twilight Breaking Dawn part two. Best movie ever. Uh, Best franchise ever. Besides the potential pedophilia. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Best movie ever. Best series ever. So, Gavin, you, I'm so happy. Yeah. This is done. You're, just, <laughs> you're happy it's happy. done. I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> I just, I, I will admit, uh, Twilight, if you, if you, if you just skip the first movie, just skip the first movie. Uh, everything else is okay to watch as long as you just turn your brain off. I think Fair. the best, I think the first one is one of the more entertaining installments. I just love it. It feels how more stylized. From, like, at the beginning of it, like looking like white as a sheet like this kid either like has an iron deficiency or i don't bleaches his skin yeah because damn to like oh no you look mostly human right yeah he's putting on some blush yeah they just kind of give up on the idea that these are like creatures these are like pale like porcelain creatures right yeah. Um, I think it'd be funny if he put on makeup and then like ran really fast and then all of it rubs off. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I was running 300 miles per hour. <laughs> Sounding like this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, next week. It wouldn't be funny if Edward starts a prank YouTube channel <laughs> using his super speed to prank people. Yeah. <laughs> And like normally YouTubers will edit in the vine boom, but he just, he just does it. Um, he right. just does it naturally. You're like, <laughs> anyway, Gavin, you have a, you have a movie that you, for next week that, right. that you want to cover. I do. Um, the emoji movie. Um, yeah, that's, is it... it's not what I remember you saying. <laughs> the menu. The menu. And on the menu is the emoji movie. Yeah. Um, 
So you, you were telling yeah. me that it's about like I, I don't know much about it. You were telling me that it's a, a movie about a chef that like kills people. Not like Hannibal Lecter style. Okay, so what happens is I guess so. I don't know much about the plot, but we all know that there's like this now cult of personality around celebrity chefs, right? And like you always want to eat the food from a celebrity chef because that's like the best food you'll ever get and taste or whatever. Kind of follows that mentality. Um, but like with the idea of like, what if this chef just starts hating his clients? That's great. And it's just like, it's just like, I used to love this art because it's good, but all the people who are criticizing my food, like critics and people who enjoy my food and people who, who idolize me know nothing about cooking and tasting and know nothing about like any, any of what I do. They think right? that gas stoves make a difference. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that's his thing? Like that's that's his <laughs> that's the thing he's hung up about. Suck, and I'm gonna kill you about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone else thinks that gas stoves suck, and he's just like, they're fine. They work fine. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, in this movie, he's having like uh, an event on a ship, I guess, and he invites a bunch of guests who he particularly loathes for all different reasons and there's a bunch of like biblical and philosophical little story plots subplots in that um and uh he yeah he 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 kills them all except for one person that's great that's awesome that's pretty good yeah, yeah. um and it stars voldemort and um that one meth dealer from breaking bad oh uh well I was gonna say Walter White, but that's just the guy. Um, not Brian him, not Cranston? that actor. Uh, not Brian Cranston. No. Oh, the uh, what? The sidekick? No. Oh. It's one of the cartel guys. Okay, I don't know. I, don't uh, know. I just I, know it because to... shamefully, I'm on YouTube Shorts, and they show a lot of Breaking Bad clips. Oh, and, you're horrible for that. And they do the like the evil guitar music sound. Yeah. All right. I have to. I have to go to the bathroom because I drank a lot of. I have two, too. So, so I'll go to the bathroom right. as well, and we right, will this, meet in the middle. This is what it, this is the sound of me going. And now, and now Gavin's running away, and it sounds like. So. <clears throat> so. I'm back. Uh, interesting fact: While you were gone, I I tried to convert my uh, college transcript from a. Uh, jpeg to a png and i have to pay them you have to pay to do to, that i have to pay a subscription to do that to convert it from a jpeg to a png right shit i just i just i'd, I'd keep the jpeg it's not yeah. worth it it's not it's it's not no yeah yeah way better so, <laughs> well this goes for you and anyone listening um if, if you want to like just like convert like a png to a jpeg or vice versa any like basic like image manipulation like that like changing like a file type just use gimp and just like like import the jpeg export as a png or vice versa just do that it's free it's an open source software don't pay adobe a subscription i'm not going to (laughs) fucking i don't like adobe makes like good software but i just hate that they've moved to a subscription model. It used to be you could just buy their software. 
Right. Like you would have like a, you know, a, a, an Adobe Premiere license for whatever version you bought. Then you can like, right. you can pay yeah. to upgrade it to like the next edition if you want. Uh, but now you just pay like a very expensive subscription and and you just you have to pay indefinitely if you want to keep using the software or you could pirate it. But you didn't hear that from me. I don't pirate Adobe software. Um, Haley gets it for free from the university. So I just kind of mooch off of her on that. Yeah. Once she graduates, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I right. have to switch to a different recording software. I don't know. Anyway, recommendations of the week. Uh, if you have any, add them. But I, have I actually a, do. Awesome. You should add those. Um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> actually, as a matter of fact, great. Shut the fuck up, Gavin. I'm talking. <laughs> so I mentioned like probably multiple times in the last like few episodes, but Jordan Peterson has like said some like vaguely like genocide denying stuff and i mentioned that my source from that was a uh was a, a knowing better video it's called subverting the narrative holocaust denial and the lost cause and it kind of goes over like how like some of what jordan peterson says is uh kind of plays into genocide denying rhetoric um but anyway uh, i have another one uh it's, so this is an episode of head in the office titled your ass is grassly uh, featuring Mikhail Goodman. And Gavin, I mentioned this to you on the phone, but uh, Mikhail Goodman is a, a city councilman from Pontiac, Michigan, local boy. Uh, he's 22 now, but he was 21 when he was elected. Uh, so I, I, I believe he's one of, if not the youngest city councilman in Pontiac. Great accomplishment. He's a socialist. He, he's an open socialist. And he got elected by just telling people what he wants to do when he is in power. Like he, he talks about like this stuff that he wants to get done and people hear it and they're like, oh, like that's that's some shit that I need. I'm going to vote for you. Um, and, and yeah, and that's that's good. I like that. And he's talked about like he, he talks in the episode about his experience being a city councilman and 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 it's it's straight. It, it's great. It's just a good uh, interview. Uh, we should check it out uh, if you if you if you want. It's good. That's, that's all I'll say about that. Um, I have a couple videos about Avatar. Um, one of them is why does Avatar two look so real? And it kind of breaks down. So there's one specific shot in the Avatar two trailer that like broke everyone's brain. If you hover over the "Why does Avatar Two look so real?" thing, wait, it'll is show that the, the one thumbnail. where he's like grabbing onto the to the um to like the leather like leather thing. right the leather strap, and it's because yeah. it's not CGI; it's just a blue hand. I I don't know what it is, but like the the video talks about how like people don't really know what it is, like how exactly they did that shot, because um, mm -hmm. it like. Like, it looks incredibly real, but there's, like, probably some CGI there. Anyway, it's a good video um, about an amazing shot in a trailer. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's really a cool. A simple that, and amazing shot. Like Yeah, it's simple. But, like, when you really think about it, it's like, oh, wait, hold on. That, that, that does not look computer-generated. But, like, it's got to be. Like, some of it has mm -hmm. got to be. And the mystery right. is, like, what's, like, what percentage of it is fake, what's real. Mm -hmm. But... 
anyway, I have another video which I meant to talk about last week, but I kind of forgot. Uh, it's titled Why Avatar Has the Most Ironic Soundtrack of All Time. That video, I think, is great. Uh, it's, a, it's a breakdown of how the first Avatar's soundtrack was uh, was conceptualized. Because basically, like, a big part of it was James Cameron wanted it to be, like, alien. He wanted it to be a fusion of all kinds of different types of music, all different types of, like, conceptualizations of what music is. And then the people that he hired to do it, who are, like, world-class musicians, he Mm -hmm. hired them to put that together, and they did. And then he listened to it and he was like, this doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard of, which is what he asked for. And then he's like, mm-hmm. redo it, but without all the weird stuff. And then it and just ended up being more close to like a standard Hollywood score. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, they like infused a lot of elements from like, like, like Asian, like, um, like heritage and, and all that. And like right. different, different, like different cultural, like, representations of of music Mm -hmm. and then he's just kind of like now make it more white (laughs) like that's really what it is at the end of the day just make it more white more western exactly and it's in a movie about uh, like basically pocahontas it's a movie about people who are aliens and who are also indigenous people being ravaged by the white man Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's why the title of the video is why avatar has the most ironic soundtrack of all time. Um, yeah, actually when I started the video, I thought it said iconic and I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably got an iconic soundtrack. And then I got to the part of the video where it's like James Cameron being like, no, make it more white. And I was like, wait, what was the, what was the title of this? Oh, right. Yeah. That is an ironic soundtrack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'll let you do your thing and then I'll, I'll do my last one. Actually, I have two now. Oh, okay. Well, well, that changes everything. Um, so my first one um, is if you are a fan of uh, like Kerbal Space Program or space or flight simulators, I highly recommend getting a joystick. Mm-hmm. Hang on just a second. I'm grabbing my joystick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not on camera. <laughs> um, so I got this joystick on Amazon. It was about uh, $30. Um, it's a little flight simulator joystick, um, and it works. That's great. <laughs> That's. <laughs> um, That's what I mean. Do you know it the game Star well. Wars Squadrons? No. So, but now I do. That's great. Uh, it came out like a couple years ago, but it's basically like a Star Wars like, like, uh, like dog fighting game like yeah like spaceships and in, in space and stuff, mm-hmm. and it has pretty decent VR support. Um, so like you can play the whole game in VR and I, when I played it, I played with a, an Xbox controller and it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. It, like it, it's really immersive, but yeah. a lot of people went really all out with it with like mm-hmm. multi thousand dollar flight sim setups. And there right. were some pretty cool th- like setups that people did. Yeah. Some people have like full on like multiple screens for yeah. multiple like display angles. Yeah. Um, well, like with squadrons, and, uh, like it's VR. So like, like your line of sight, like as far as that goes, it's incredibly immersive. And then even the right. controls are incredibly immersive because you're like actually mm-hmm. piloting something. Well, uh, and that's what I wanted to bring up about like flying, um, f- at least for a Kerbal Space Program, about flying planes with a joystick. 
um, I can now do a lot of maneuvers that I used to just not be able to do with normal analog. Um, I mean, this is still digital, but like it's digital analog kind of. Yeah, I know what you, know? you mean. Like it's like an analog control. It's not right. just like either the button is pushed or it's not. It's a variable control yeah. sort of thing. Um, and I can like. I can I can do maneuvers now on a plane that I used to not be able to do because it used to be just like a bank and yank is is what it's called in in the flight biz where you would just um you would just roll and then pull up to turn yeah right um well now I can hit my yaw up a little bit and turn that way and then get my roll going a little bit and then I can do that like fancy sort of swoop like side swoop yeah right um. And it's just really fun. Uh, it's definitely a learning curve too. Once you get get oh, yeah. kind of used to um, piloting things with the keyboard, you're like, oh yeah, yeah I can do anything. That's fine. Uh, but now that I have this this controller, um, my brain is having to adjust to things not um, being either on or off. Yeah. So sometimes I'll pitch up, but I'll hit a little bit of yaw on accident, and I'll start going to the side a little bit. Yeah. And that's not what I wanted to do. But I have to fix it anyway, right? Yeah. So like it's it's a whole learning curve that I'm I'm so fascinated with learning right now. Yeah, I think it would be um, really cool to play Microsoft Flight Simulator with the like the full setup. Oh right, that right. would be so yeah, cool. Yeah, there no on Amazon. It's all on Amazon too. Uh, you yeah. can get uh, joystick, pedals, the whole nine yards. Yeah, dude. Some I just cannot get over how so many some people just go so like all out with it. Right. Yeah. It's. Like it would be cool to do. I just don't know if I'd spend that much money on it. But no, it's I, res- I respect like it if like that's your thing. Like right. we all have a thing um, that we'll sink thousands of dollars into. Right. Um. Yeah. And the, the, you can get pedals that are like fifty bucks, and then like a joystick that's like thirty bucks, and that's like a eighty buck investment. So yeah. Um. You know. Uh. Not as immersive. Probably not as quality. But like, how quality can you make a pedal? Sure. Yeah. Right. Like it. It'll do the trick. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. That's great. So you said you had two things. I do actually. So another YouTube channel I have been watching is called Gaming History. Uh, he talks about um, gaming history. And history. Um, it's, it's called gaming like, history. Yeah, specifically just like about the development and economics of some of our some of our favorite games like Mario and Do you mean uh, gaming historian? I th- maybe it's gaming historian. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, cuz I, I know see. that channel. They do a lot of good stuff. Hang on a second. I'm just making sure I I know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Uh gaming historian. Uh he made a video that I highly recommend. He made this 4 years ago. It's the story of tre- Tetris. Um and he talks about the whole like economic reason why they did what they did, how they did what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause one interesting fact is that Tetris was a game developed technically by the Soviet union. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've def- seen that video. Right. And so they licensed it out to Nintendo. And wasn't um, it, wasn't it developed by just like a guy who got bored? By a, just a guy. Um, and it's funny cause they licensed it out, out to like another USSR country that then, co like sponsored it like co licensed it to like other developers right Mm -hmm. that the ussr wasn't aware of and so a whole thing happened he does a really good job at 
explaining what happened and how it happened. Um, at the end of the day, though, um, one little anecdote I found was really interesting. So, um, uh, who's the guy who made Pokemon? I forget his name. Oh, um, Shikiro Miyamoto. No, that's the Mario and Zelda guy. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think it was that guy. Anyway, um, he was like one of the developers, right? And the CEO of of Nintendo calls him and he goes, hey, um, do you think Tetris is a good game? And he goes, yes, I do think it's a good game. And he goes, well, why do you think it's such a good game? And he goes, because all of your secretaries are playing it nonstop. <laughs> That's great. That's why it's a good game. Yeah. So they try to buy it from the Soviet Union. Uh, uh, hijinks happens. It's a really good story. Yeah. And real story. It's real. Yeah. It happened. Gaming historian has done a lot of great videos for a long time, too. Like, right. their, their oldest video, uh, their oldest videos are from 13 years ago. Damn. Yeah. Like their their first video, Damn. NES two top loader, is from what when is it? Twenty two thousand nine, October twenty second, two thousand nine. It's so old wow. that it was uploaded in four eighty p. That that's how old it is. Wow. But wow. like it's like I, I've seen the older videos. They're good quality. I just I commend gaming historian for putting out great content consistently right. for a long time. I just want to point out years. too, a kid who was born when that episode was put up on YouTube can now like watch it and fully understand what he's talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. That's crazy. Like a kid who, who was born when that came out, can now play the game that he's talking about. I think that's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Like, like that, the oldest videos came out before the 3DS was a, a glimmer in Shigeru Miyamoto's eye. Right. That's great. That That's really cool. And they're still doing that's stuff. Really cool. The latest videos from two days ago, batter up, play Super Nintendo with a baseball bat. All right. Yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good channel. Yeah. All right. My last recommendation is a podcast that I actually I talked to Gavin about over the phone. Uh, it's called It's Probably Not Aliens. I like what they do. It's so it's uh, uh, two YouTubers step back and nerd sync uh, Two great YouTubers independently. One of them talks about like, you know, like historical kind of like political topics um, with a lot of nuance. And it's, it's really good. Well researched. And one of them uh, nerd sync talks about like like pop culture, like, like he does a lot of like Scooby-Doo stuff and talks about like media and they kind of come together to make this show uh, called it's probably not aliens. The whole like theme of it is they examine claims by ancient aliens and by extension, uh, the chariot of the gods by Eric von Daniken. And they, they kind of lay out the background for chariot of the gods and ancient aliens and all that um it turns out all the people behind it are not great people as you might be able to imagine and they just kind of debunk it not with like uh you know we're, we're destroying you with facts and logics logic kind of thing like they very explicitly in their their first few episodes are like hey listen we're going at this as neutrally as we can given the subject matter, but we're not right. trying to disprove ancient aliens. We're just examining what they have to say, comparing it to the facts. And we're going to, we're going to give you this information, tell you the story. Mm -hmm. 
And it's great. It's great. It's well researched. It's 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 well produced. It's just good. It's entertaining, I think. And um yeah, one thing that they talk about and one thing that makes it kind of important uh now is they they kind of connect like ancient astronaut theory and 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 stuff like that. You know, this kind of conspiracy mindset to just like it's kind of it's anti-Semitic roots. Like it turns out a right. lot of this stuff traces back to and this is why the Jews run the world. Right. Like it all we've talked about it here before. All of this stuff just traces back to anti-Semitism. Well, I'm actively trying to fight against it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much yeah. you want to talk about that. Um I'll wait until things have blown over, but like Yeah. But yeah, moral of the story is it turns out I thought that we were kind of all on the same page regarding anti-Semitism. Turns out we're not. Yeah. So Um, that's why it's important to like it. It feels weird having to debunk anti-Semitism, but it's good that there are people doing it. Right. I just, you know, it's just weird. um, Like, especially with these like grand schemey sort of things of like, how, how do you narrow that down to one person yeah like like they take real world stuff and just make it like a legion of doom kind of thing right like yeah Um, there like there's a group of people that hate you and and control the world it's the rich like it's the rich mm -hmm. and powerful why do you got to make it like a, a a an ethnic thing right um but also just like the logical fallacy of like how can a group of people rule the world one and and one not be known about or somehow not like be not- notable right right but also two why do you think maybe the poor college student right who is maybe a hundred thousand dollars in debt is somehow a part of this grand cabal yeah and has the time to worry about right. this grand cabal of <laughs> yeah. conspiracy right like uh, it's stupid it's just stupid hate is just stupid in my opinion Um, well yeah you gotta question the story you're being told if it includes and then they covered up any trace of of evidence that they did this like the moon landing and then they covered up the the fact that this was fake like yeah the the jews did Mm -hmm. this and, and then they covered up any amount of evidence that would connect them to it right um it's just sad. It really just is, um, especially for a community that's been historically victimized and yeah. uh, that has historically gotten. The thing that gets me is historically they've gotten, um, like, for lack of better terms, like allyship too little too late. Yeah. Right. It's only after they've gotten a punch that someone's like, hey, that's not right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand how in this day and age you can think that the Jews are on top of anything. Right. This historically marginalized community. And I'm not saying that there aren't Jewish people that are in power. I'm just saying those two things aren't related. Yeah, like well, like when people criticize Israel, like they get conflated with anti-Semites and anti-Semites conflate Israel with the Jews but like it's like it's one thing to criticize a government it's one thing to just hate a group of people 
And like I, I just, yeah, just why, why, why do people do it? Why do, why? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but like my my point with that is like the people who are anti-Semitic are like, oh, Israel does bad things, which they do, and then they connect that to like the cabal when it's it's just a right. government doing stuff that governments do. Yeah, it's not like um, I forget um, uh, the leader of Israel. I want to uh, say Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Yeah, I think he got kicked out though. I think it's a new person. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't keep up with their uh, with their politics. But he doesn't just send out a mass email to, like, all the Jewish people. Right. Like, saying, like, hey, look at what we did. It's like, no. People can be of the same religion and of differing opinion. Well, especially in America, rich people are disproportionately white. And, like, rich people will do all kinds of shady shit to screw over the poor. But it's not like you being a white person are involved in that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It just 100%. why why involve innocent people? Why make enemies when you can make friends? Yeah. That's like I don't. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. Well, like when um, has like when has history like gone in a better direction after targeting a, a, an ethnic group? You know right. what I mean? Like you never yeah. hear like yeah. Then we then we killed all of the all of the, the the Jews or the Muslims or what have you, and then everything was good. No, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. But at yeah. the you know at the end of the day, anti-Semitism is bad. Yeah, yeah. Say what you <laughs> will bad. about anti-Semitism. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I yeah. think it's icky. I don't. It yeah. makes me feel not good. Yeah, it just it sucks that you have like people have to say that now. Like I thought we just right. knew. But anyway, I think that's the show then. I think that's the show. I think that's the show. And and with and with that, it feels weird transitioning to the outro now, but thank right. you. <laughs> thank you for thank listening you for to listening. another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, then like it. If you subscribe, then subscribe. And if you comment, it better be nice. Nice comments mm-hmm. only. We have very fragile egos. If you we liked do. it, then, uh, then, 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 leave us a review on on Podchaser or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can leave a review. If you want to, do it. Again, nice comments only. Subscribe on Patreon if you want early access to episodes, or if you just want to like help keep the lights on. Whatever you. And want. if you were born in the fifties, subscribe, uh, donate to us on Patreon. Yeah, on Patreon, pa- Patreon. Yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to the Clips channel. It's linked in the description. I'm working on more stuff to put up there. And if you, what was the next thing I was gonna say? I don't remember. If you look, look at these turkeys. If you want to, you want to get something done. If you uh, turkeys yeah. and the countries that I've been to with the follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Don't don't stop do it. It's don't follow me. Don't, don't you stop don't want it. to. It's nothing. There's, there's, there's nothing. nothing to see here, folks. But follow really. me. Follow me on Instagram. Follow Alex on, on Tumblr. See what I tumble. Uh, subscribe to my youtube channel uh maybe someday i will make more things there if you if you wish upon a star and hope and dream sufficiently maybe someday that's like the worst instruction manual for like how to get a wish granted first locate a star yeah (laughs) second think of something you want while looking at it yeah Anyway, have a good 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. our official business hours. 
And let's 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 look at these turkeys. Let's look at some of these countries. Reminds me of some of these some of the countries I've been to. It reminds me of some of the flies I've seen. And look, like I, I think of myself like I think like a fly. I think of myself as though, as though I am a fly. 